This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As we reported last week, sales of electric vehicles hit something of a milestone in the U.S., reaching 2% market share. Thanks to stricter emission regulations and generous subsidies, electric sales are taking off in Europe, too. According to a report by Transport and Environment, in the first half of this year, the market share for EVs tripled, reaching 8%. That also includes plug-in hybrids. However, that's still impressive since the overall car market is down due to the pandemic. Overall sales of EVs is expected to reach about 1 million units this year in Europe and hit 1.8 million in 2021. The study also says PSA, BMW, Volvo, and Renault are on track to meet EU emission standards this year. But Daimler, Volkswagen, and Jaguar Land Rover will likely be fined for missing targets. New car sales in China are rocketing forward, thanks to the country getting the COVID-19 virus under control. Reuters reports that sales shot up 12.8% last month. Automakers sold over 2.5 million vehicles, and sales of new energy vehicles, which includes hybrids, plug-ins, and BEVs, shot up 68% to 138,000 vehicles. Trucks and commercial vehicles were up 40%, as the government spent heavily on infrastructure projects. Sales are still down nearly 7% for the year, but the gap is closing. Is the Jeep brand starting to run out of steam? The rugged off-road brand has been on a tear for years, outgrowing the market and raking in profits for FCA. But last quarter, Jeep sales fell nearly 9% in the U.S. market. Sales of every model were down, with exception of the Gladiator, the newest model in the Jeep lineup. But help is on the way. The Jeep Wagoneer will come out next year, which will get Jeep into the full-size SUV segment. And Auto Forecast Solutions reports that the next-generation Jeep Grand Cherokee will go into production in January of 2023. New models always help sales, but Jeep needs help right now before the Ford Bronco hits the market. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Some of Audi's future electric vehicles will be made in China. Audi signed a Memorandum of Understanding with FAW to form a new venture to build premium EVs. The vehicles will be developed on the same architecture as the Porsche Taycan and should start being manufactured in the country by 2024. Audi also plans to make vehicles with China's SAIC and hopes EVs will make up a third of its sales in China by 2025. Speaking of electric vehicles, Mercedes is helping to sell the idea that EVs can tear up more than just paved roads. Meet the EQC 4x4 Squared, 
a modified version of the automaker's all-electric EQC SUV. Its big claim to fame is portal axles at all four corners, which more than double the ride height and drastically improves approach and departure angles. They're actually better than the ones on the G-Class. Other highlights include black fender flares to accent the vehicle's wide stance and off-road drive modes that were influenced by the GLC. Mercedes calls the EQC 4x4 squared a, quote, drivable study. And that sounds about right to us. Remember last week we reported that Mercedes will make electrified versions of the G-Class, and this vehicle likely serves as a testbed for an EG-Class and probably other electric off-roaders. A few months back, Ford and Bosch announced they're developing self-parking cars and testing them at a parking garage in Detroit. Now Bosch is working with Mercedes-Benz and parking garage operator, Epcoa, to test autonomous parking at the Stuttgart airport. The companies are using S-Classes for the pilot program, which is already available with the technology needed for self-parking. Owners just drop the vehicle off at a special staging area, use a smartphone app to tell the vehicle to find an open spot, and then it drives itself with the help of technology installed in the garage. And when you return, you just use the app to summon your car. But instead of using LiDAR to detect lanes and obstacles, new video cameras from Bosch are being used to monitor the vehicle's surroundings. Since vehicles can be parked closer together, the companies say garages can squeeze in 20% more vehicles with the technology. But this is another example of how autonomous driving is slowly but surely becoming a reality. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. And by BorgWarner. Propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. You know how when you think you have a great idea, only to find out later it already exists? Well, today is that day for AutoLine viewer Scott Stevenson. You may remember on Friday we featured an email from Scott who wondered with today's advanced technology, why can't he select his, quote, height, inseam, and arm length, and the car will automatically position my power seats in the ergonomically correct position for my dimensions? Well, you can, Scott. MJB was quick to respond on Friday, quote, Hey, Sean, I hate to be the one to break the news to you and Scott Stevenson. Actually, I love breaking this news. But that neat little wish cars could do this feature Scott mentioned of having the driver's seat adjust to one's exact body proportions is already standard in the Genesis G90 flagship sedan. Yep, you simply punch in your inseam, height, and weight, and voila! the car automatically adjusts your seating and steering wheel positions to what is recommended according to clinical analysis for a healthy back. The feature is called Smart Posture. And you know what? As luck would have it, we just happened to have one of the new Genesis G80s at the office. So we checked to see if it had the Smart Posture feature like the G90. It did. So I plugged in my height, inseam of my pants and weight, hit the adjust posture button, and the seat moved into position. It was not exactly how I like it, but I think it would take less time doing it this way than adjusting everything individually. And hey, don't forget to join John and Gary for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday 
for some of the best insider discussions in the automotive industry. That's it for today. Thanks for watching and have a great day.